0: You're listening to The Self-Worth Edit, the podcast inspiring South Asian women and beyond to quit playing small and start trusting the power and wisdom within. Join me, Noshin, on Mondays as I share insightful conversations, tips for healthier ways of thinking, and lessons in healing our relationships with ourselves. Thanks for tuning in to The Self-Worth Edit. Here we go. Hello, hello. Welcome back. How are we doing today? I want to start today's episode with a quote. Is that cheesy? Humor me. I am currently listening to Jay Shetty's new book, Think Like a Monk on Audible. And this morning I was listening and he mentioned a quote from another of my favorite books, which is Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. And the quote is, Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. I really appreciate this quote because it, to me, it speaks to reframing. And that is what I talk about, is based in, and that is what today's episode will be based in. Also, are you an audiobook listener? Because let me tell you, game changer. So I used to be very into having my books in my hand and being able to rifle through them, but I've since learned the value of a good audiobook because it's sort of like a podcast in that it allows me to productively multitask. And normally, productive multitasking is an oxymoron. But being able to listen to an audiobook for me is similar to being able to listen to a podcast and take care of other physical chores like doing the dishes or cleaning around the house at the same time. I've read that when multitasking can work is when you're using different parts of your mind at the same time. So for example, it would be very difficult for me to listen to an audiobook and be reading another book. Physically at the same time, right? Because in both cases, I'm trying to take in new information and learn something and process it. But listening to an audiobook while doing squats, or listening to an audiobook or a podcast while doing the dishes, now I'm doing a physical task and a mental task. And so when you're thinking about approaching multitasking, that is one way to do it successfully. Anyway, if you go to Audible Trial dot com slash self worth edit you can get a free 30 day trial to try audible out for free and what it comes with is one credit so you can get any book you want Um, if you have amazon prime you actually get two credits and then you can try it out for a month and if you decide it's not for you you can cancel it before the 30 days are up of course or maybe you'll be like me and be converted to being an audiobook person (laughs) so again that's audibletrial.com slash self-worth edit, and the link is in the show notes as well. Okay, let's get into our episode. Are you ready for this? Today, we are talking about trashing the timeline. It's the one you're all too familiar with, the one that tells you when to get married, buy a house, start popping out kids, find success, hit that career milestone, The one that today we are throwing out the window far away somewhere it can't find us. What inspired this topic for today was some of the conversations I've had with a few of you who have reached out to me one-on-one, which those conversations, by the way, have been great. So thank you so much if you've reached out. So that's where the topic inspiration comes from, and also from a realization I had that at 31 which is my current age, I'll actually be 32 in just a few short weeks, that sometimes at this age, I feel ancient, like really old, like shriveled and gray. And then sometimes I feel super young and like I have my whole life ahead of me. And like my life is only just beginning and my future is paved with opportunity. And I started to wonder what was going on there. How could I feel so old one day and feel so young the next? And more importantly, how can I stay in the latter? How can I stay feeling youthful and inspired and excited by the fact that I have a whole life to live ahead of me? How do I stay more in that empowered brain space? I've mentioned on previous episodes that my divorce really shook me up and freed me and helped me realize that I don't Really have to follow the societal timeline. And of course, because it's so ingrained in me, sometimes I forget that and have to remind myself. But overall, the timeline doesn't hold me the way that it used to. And not everyone listening to this is divorced. Most people, most likely, if you're listening to this, you may not be. And so, how can one shed this timeline without some big life changing event? How can you still free yourself from? the shackles of society's timeline, regardless of whether or not you're going through some big transition. That's what I'm going to give you here today. I'm going to share three ways to say F the timeline, throw that in the trash or out the window or wherever you throw things when you've had it with them, and be in the space of feeling free and youthful and excited for all of the opportunity in your life. I'm outlining three ways. So one, make a list of your wants and related worries based on the timeline in your mind. So for example, one of your wants may be having kids and you may feel like I'm not yet ready to have kids, but according to this timeline, if I wait any longer, I will be too old. In this case, too old could mean biologically, and what is societally accepted. Another example could be wanting to get married. According to the timeline, you may feel you're past the correct age or running right up against it based on whatever your timeline is telling you. And if I wait to get married beyond this point, I'll be too old. No one will want me. I'll be out of the dating pool and marriage material market. Yet another example could be, I want to be an entrepreneur or find my dream career, but I haven't had my idea yet. I'm getting older. I can't believe as an adult, I still don't know what I want to do with my life or career. I should have this figured out by, insert whatever age your timeline is telling you. And so I'm probably not going to make it and should give up on that dream. So you have this list of your wants and your worries. Now that you've listed out these two things, I want you to go in and address all the worries. The way to do this is for each of your wants and the related worries, brainstorm alternatives, options that you have, different ideas to get what you still want outside of that overarching timeline. And while you're at it, think through the potential benefits of not following the original timeline for each of the wants. So for one of those examples, you wanted to have kids, you're worried you're not on track, and you're going to be too old if you wait. What are some options or ideas as in different ways of thinking about this and alternatives at your disposal? The first thing that comes to mind for me is to do a reality check of the biological expectations you have around the biological clock. Because for me, growing up, I was told very clearly in a couple of school presentations, like I remember this, that there was a right time to have kids if you wanted to avoid genetic issues. And now, of course, as I've gotten older, infertility, I've learned is very common as well. Yet, when I look around me, the people who I know who are having healthy pregnancies and kids are definitely over that age that I was conditioned to believe was acceptable or even required. I know people now who are having healthy pregnancies in their mid to late 30s. So now I have this reality check and can say, okay, it is possible to have a healthy pregnancy as I get older if I want to. For alternatives, you might also write down freezing your eggs. Adoption may be something you're open to. So now you've taken this worry about this thing you really want for your life and you've given yourself some time back, starting with a reality check and then giving yourself options. And this is a really good start to shaking off the societal timeline that has been handed to you and conditioned into you. The second way to start shutting this timeline expectation is find role models and examples of people who did not follow the traditional timeline. We have endless supply of examples of people following the timeline around us in our circles. It's part of what keeps that timeline pressure alive for us, right? We see it all around us. What I want you to do is find examples of people who had kids later, who didn't get married or find their life partner until later. There are plenty of examples and articles about people who didn't make it big in their careers or even create their businesses until much later in life than what might be on the societal timeline. Seek out these examples related to the wants that you have for yourself and make these your new points of reference. Contextualize yourself against their journeys instead. When I do this, is when I feel like I have my whole life ahead of me. And when I don't do that, when I'm comparing myself against people around me based on you know, people that I've grown up with, people I see on Facebook who are generally following the prescribed timeline, I feel old. And when I'm feeling that, it's reflected back to me in the mirror. Like, I kid you not, the qualities in my face or in my posture or in my body or my hair, Or whatever I'm focused on in the mirror looking back to me, it works as a sort of confirmation bias. Look, I am old. I feel old and I am old because look at this white hair or look at this semi wrinkle or whatever it is. On the flip side, when I contextualize myself against examples of people who broke the traditional timeline, I feel like I have more energy. I like the way that I look in the mirror. I feel vibrant and youthful and I see vibrant and youthful. What we think affects our reality. Let's not ever take that lightly. Finally, the third way or the third step, I think this is turning out to be more of a three-step process rather than three separate ways, but you could probably split them up still is map out your own timeline. And this is not meant to be a strict timeline, but an evolving one that will move with you and flex with you as your own wants and needs and priorities evolve. Base this timeline on your goals and values, your wants, and your options. And as you map out key events along your evolving timeline for each one, ask yourself why you want to achieve what it is you want and why you want it by the time that you put on your timeline. And play the question why game with yourself. That's not an actual name of a game, I don't think, but what I'm telling you to do is what we would do as kids, which is keep asking why. So let's say you have your event or milestone You have your timeline of when you want to achieve that thing. Ask yourself, why do I want to achieve this by this time? Answer that question for yourself. Then ask, why again? Answer it. Why? Again, answer it. Do this a few times with yourself because what you're doing is forcing yourself to get really clear about what exactly it is you want. If there are any additional fears or anywhere else that you need a reality check before you define that for yourself, it should become clearer and come to light the more you're asking yourself why. There is such power in asking why, not only to ourselves, but to those around us, because so often we say something and it's not until we drill down a few times into the whys that we really get at what we're wanting. You know, in the episode last week with Fazina, we talked about how most of communications happens on that unconscious level and asking yourself or asking someone why, why, why can help you get a little more into your subconscious, can invite your subconscious into the discussion. So those are the three ways that I have to offer you to help you say F the timeline that society has given me. And you can treat these three ways as your personal secret to youthfulness, your fountain of youth. Because let me tell you, if it's not clear by now and you've listened to the other episodes, Reframing is everything. We talked about it at the start of this episode too. Our mind and body believe what we tell them to believe. You have so much more choice than you realize in this life. And it starts with this, with how you choose to view and think about and make sense of the world, society, and your place in it all. This is your human experience to design how you see fit. Don't let yourself get caught up in what other people want for you or what society pressures you into. I was listening to a podcast recently, actually it was the Shake Shack episode of NPR's How I Built This, and the guest, who was the founder of Shake Shack, mentioned something his uncle once said to him, which was, how long are you going to be dead? And he goes, I don't know, how long? And his uncle says, I don't know either, but it's going to be a hell of a lot longer than you are alive. So forget the timeline, create your own. You're not too old. It's not too late. You won't be too old. It will never be too late. You are deserving of everything you want. You are guided by divine timing. And finally, we invented the concept of time. We decided, we humans decided how to mark seconds, minutes, hours, days, months, years. We decided what to make these things mean. You can decide differently. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's short but sweet episode of the self-worth edit. A reminder if you're enjoying the show to please head on over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. We'll talk soon. Bye.